this is Jude Knoll, and you're listening to the Norse Up Podcast, a production for NKU by NKU to highlight the expertise of our university's faculty and staff. Joining me as usual is my co-host Clayton Castle. Today, we're talking to Krista Wiseman-Moore, Director of Special Events at NKU, about the many traditions surrounding college commencement ceremonies. Krista directs NKU's Office of Special Events, organizing large-scale alumni events, award ceremonies, and of course, NKU's annual commencement ceremonies, our biannual celebration of graduates' academic achievements. Krista, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thanks for having me. So first of all, we'll start off with why is it called commencement as opposed to graduation? I know graduation, those two terms are just get used so loosely, but what's the difference? Yes, they sometimes are used interchangeably, but they are two different things. Um, so what we tell people um, is that graduation is when you complete all of the requirements for your degree and you earn a diploma. Um, commencement, on the other hand, is the celebration of your graduation. So unfortunately, just because you walk across the stage does not mean that NK is contractually obligated to give you a degree. Um, so, But that what that's nice for me is that our department gets to focus on the celebration of grads' achievements, and the poor registrar's office has to handle all of the details with the graduation. So um, yes, that is how we differentiate it. So we have a little more flexibility too. You know, we don't have to be, you know, rigid about checking people's grades at the door. You know, we're the celebration, not the actual graduation. And I guess why commencement and not some other name? Um, who knows? You know, I actually don't know the origin of why it's called commencement, but you know, I like to think perhaps it's, you know, you're commencing this next step in your life now that you've gotten your education. Yeah, and there are some elements of the commencement ceremony that if you haven't attended one before may seem weird to like a first time attendee. One of those is the university mace. So why is medieval weaponry a part of a college commencement ceremony? So that is one of those weird traditions that is that does show up at all kinds of universities. It is certainly not something that NKU alone does. And I guess I should clarify what a mace is. I was talking to somebody earlier and they were alarmed that we meant some kind of pepper spray, but no. (laughs) A university mace is, it can look different depending on where you are. It's like a large, I'm I'm moving my hands like you all can see me, like a large (laughs) stick kind of. Um, So NKU's mace is very pretty. It is carved out of wood. So it's kind of a more organic material. And it's sort of a spiral-shaped, I don't know, maybe like six-inch diameter um, cylindrical shape that on the top has uh, a gold flame. So it represents, for us here at NKU, that represents the light of knowledge, right? So during the ceremony, the grand marshal for the ceremony, which um, here at NKU is uh, usually the president of the faculty senate, so this year, Dr. John Farah, Um, That person will carry the light in metaphorically and kind of literally via the mace um, and place it on the stage. So it's really a ceremonial piece. um, And then at the end of the ceremony, he will then carry it out to symbolize the end of the ceremony. Yeah, but my husband recently, um, he used to work at Cincinnati State and did graduation there. So one weekend we had commencement the same weekend. And so we had the NKU and Cincinnati State mace in our garage at the same time. (laughs) So what do the different colors of tassels on the caps of the graduates signify? Yes. So there's different regalia is what we call it, caps and gowns, essentially, depending on what your degree type is. So if you're an associate or bachelor's degree, then here at NKU, I'm pretty standard. The the, the outfit is a a gown. You have a, a mortar board, which is that sort of square cap and a tassel. And here at NKU, and I think in most other undergraduate places, the color of the tassel is kind of the same for everybody. 
So then when you go, you know, up a level in your in your education to the master's level, things start to get a little fancy, right? So we still have a black gown and a mortarboard cap, but we start introducing what we call these discipline colors. So um, a master's graduate will have a hood, which for our you know listeners, if you're having trouble visualizing that, it's basically like a big oval of fabric that hangs down your back. Um, and so the hood will have, the inside is a satiny color um, that matches NKU. So here it would be um, white and gold, but for other institutions, it would match their school. And then there's like a I say fuzzy velvet part, and that corresponds to your discipline. So every discipline kind of has a color that goes with it. Um, so for example, nursing here, and it's pretty standard across university. There's some variation, but uh, for example, nursing is apricot, so kind of an orangey color, and English is white. So really looking at the hoods, you can kind of suss out what discipline people are earning. And their tassel is also in that color. So then when you go another step up to doctoral degrees, then things get really interesting, right? <laughs> so you have a doctoral gown, which has kind of poofy, poofier sleeves and these little velvet chevrons. And they also have hoods, but the hoods are a little bit longer. And then instead of mortarboards, they now have TAMs, which are kind of like a, a poofy sort of cap. It's not the mortarboard any longer. Um, and a lot of times, the, the the different schools can kind of choose or customize their doctoral gowns. So, um, for example, our former president, Dr. Jim Vitrubo, was a graduate of Michigan State. And so his gown is bright green to go with Michigan State. Um, so when you see the faculty, that's where it really is colorful and different because it represents all of the institutions that they graduated from and, and each one looks a little bit different. And you mentioned the hoods for mm -hmm. uh, graduates with a master's degree. Mm -hmm. uh, what is a hooding ceremony? So here at NKU, I mean, we're, you know, the vast majority of graduates are undergrads, so no hoods yet for them. Um, so here at NKU, we do hood our master's graduates on stage, which I think is maybe a little atypical, but it's a tradition that we've been doing for several years now. Um, and obviously we also hood doctoral graduates on stage as well. So basically what that is, is, you know, they're there, they line up, they're ready to go up on stage for their big moment. And the hood is over their arm. And so what they'll do is they get to the stage and we say their name with great gravitas, <laughs> right? And they're there and we have two faculty members will take the hood and ceremoniously drape it over them. It's it's really a nice moment to kind of say like, all right, I've this is the moment at which I am finally crossing into this new part of my life. So you kind of already explained this. Mm -hmm. You talked about Dr. Votruba's oh, bright, yes. green, yes. bright green. Bright <laughs> green. Um, why are all the faculty and staff cap and gowns different from each other? How are they all different? I know you talked a little uh, yeah. bit about the color, but I feel like there's more to it than just the color. Yeah, well, and that is a lot of it. I mean, and so it kind of is sort of a, a code in some ways. So for example, if you look at, I'm trying to think of another faculty member that I see a lot, um, our director of the orchestra is Amy Gillingham Culligan, who um, they will be performing against, shout out to Soda, they are performing yeah. for us again this December, our first time post COVID. But um, so she's obviously, you know, music would be her discipline. And so her gown, as I recall, I think is red to go with her institution. And then she has the pink hood. So when you look at someone, usually the gown goes with their institution. So you're like, okay, I feel like I can maybe figure out where they went to school. Well, in UK's is very easy because it says UK on it <laughs> and it's also bright blue. Um, and then you're like, okay, then I have their their hood. I can see is this color. So if Amy's is pink. I'm like, all right, I know that's music. 
So I know where they went to school. I know what they studied. And the fact that they have the, the TAM hat, okay, that's another clue that they're a doctor, that they have their, their PhD or other terminal degree. So that's usually what I mean. And some people have even more interesting hats. That if they went to school in Canada, for example, they have some different regalia up there sometimes. Yeah. And also speaking of other countries, I know that you'll occasionally see flags as part of the Mm. commencement ceremony too. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So um, at NKU, our commencement stage is decorated. I say decorated, obviously flags more than just decoration, but um, a lot of the things here have meaning. I think that's another example of how all of these things have meaning. It's not just, well, we wanted some color, so we threw some flags up. No, (laughs) (laughs) we have two sets of flags in the state. Well, actually three sets. So Three sets of flags, um, two of which are preset, and then we will process in the other flags. So we have international flags. So they represent, I don't know that I can say definitively, they represent every country that our student body um, originates from, but um, that's just to symbolize the international nature of NKU and that we have a lot of international students. We have students who travel internationally, really a global, you know, the global world that we live in. so we have the flags there for that. And a lot of times, some of the international students after the ceremony will kind of go on down, <laughs> find their country's flag and take a picture with it, which is really cool. So that's one set of flags. And then we also, we talked about the colors that go with the disciplines. So we have the academic flags. So you'll see just plain color flags on the stage, and that represents the various disciplines. So whereas before, you're like, well, that's an interesting palette of fabric. Though Those represent all of the, the breadth and depth of the educational departments that we have. And then lastly, we have, you know, obviously the uh, American flag, the flag of the Commonwealth of Kentucky and the NKU flag are processed in to begin the ceremony, as well as college banners that represent each of our colleges. Okay, so now it's more of a personal question. Okay. (laughs) What is your favorite thing about commencement? Uh, Okay, so I've been at NKU for a while. I've been to a lot of commencements. Um, I feel like as a result, well... Our commencement always ends with the alma mater. So I feel like my colleague Kara Olding and I are probably one of the few people who have the alma mater entirely memorized. Um, But I really think, you know, commencement for me kind of brings home the whole point of why we're here at NKU, right? It's, It's to educate students, to help them earn this degree. And it's really nice to be able to celebrate them. And it's just such a positive experience by and large, you know, they're really happy to be there and they're proud of themselves. Um... I mean, I'm, I'm biased perhaps, but I think commencement is so important as a ritual that people go through. I mean, they have worked so hard and for so long and they finally, it's like, you finally get to say, wow, I did this. And everybody is, when you're walking across the stage, you are the most important person in that room. Um, and it's really fun to make that happen for them. And also parents, you know, a lot of graduates have kids, their little kids are sitting there watching their mom or dad cross the stage. It's a really impactful moment. You know, you're the person who kind of runs the show of commencement. Yes, yes. Go, Take me back to March of 2020. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And what was that like in two months, having to basically reimagine, redo what commencement looked like um, when the pandemic hit? Yes, that was a huge bummer. I mean, I guess it'll, that's like a vast <laughs> understatement, right, about uh, the pandemic. But yeah, I mean, it really did feel like you know, I thought for like all the high school graduates, you know, all of our graduates, you know, really, it was sort of like a you had a rug pulled out from under you. Like you were expecting to have this experience and everything was just like stopped. And, you know, I've said it's an important ritual that you go through, like mentally to kind of transition from one part of your life to another. They were totally robbed from that. I mean, 
we did our best. We're like, what can we do? What can we do virtually? You know, like the, the great new world of virtual events, right? It's not, I mean, we did the best that we could. And I feel like we did, we think we did pretty well. We tried to individually recognize people's names. We had, uh, in December of that year, it's like every semester we kind of got a little bit better. We had, we have these wonderful faculty who read the names for us at the ceremonies. Um, so I'm like shouting out Dr. Bethany Noblet, <laughs> Professor Sarah Dravik, <laughs> Dr. Christian Gamm. They're wonderful. Um, and so for the, that year, they came into a studio with our media services people who are also fabulous. And they had the list of names and they read every single graduate's name and that we then matched up to a slide for every single graduate um, to show at the end of the virtual commencement. So is it the same? No, because there's something to be said for your in-person, in front of your friends and family. But we did the best we could. And I will say probably even more difficult, though, was coming out of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was about to be my next question yeah. is how has commencement evolved since COVID? Are we pretty much back to normal when it comes to commencement? Are we doing all the things that we did pre-COVID? Yeah. I mean, at this point, yeah. So, we, you know, one of the big things about NKU, you know, we have so many first generation graduates and people, I mean, and anybody graduating is a big deal, right? But for some of these kids, I say kids because I feel like they're mom. I feel like everybody's mom, right? Um, but this is a big deal in their life. And, you know, we have people say, I've got 30 family and friends coming and we do not limit the number of guests people can bring. Um, they don't have to RSVP ahead of time. We try to make it as flexible and accommodating so they can really celebrate in a way that's meaningful for them. And the big challenge first coming out of the pandemic was limiting the guests because we had that social distancing, maximum capacity requirement. We had to meet, you know, based on the state requirements. And so we had to limit everybody to two tickets. And it was heartbreaking because people would ask, like, what am I supposed to do? Do I choose my kids? Do I choose my husband? Do I choose my parents? Who gets to come and watch me graduate? And it was like, I hate this. <laughs> so I'm so glad that we we're back to allowing unlimited guests. Um, I think the only thing that I am not sure if I think shaking everyone's hand will ever come back. I think post-COVID, people are skeeved out by all of that touching, <laughs> maybe. So, um, but other than that, I think we're pretty, you know, fingers crossed. I don't want to jinx anything. Um, we're pretty much back to normal at this time. <laughs> and finally, before we let you go, give us the yeah. details of the December 2022 commencement. When is it? What colleges are graduating at what time? Give us all the deets that we need to know. Okay. Well, again, if, if anyone wants to come to commencement, you don't need a ticket, nor do you need to RSVP. You don't even need to know anybody. So come on down. Um, it will be on Saturday, December 17th, 2022, in Truist Arena here on campus. Um, this commencement celebrates our August 2022 graduates, as well as our December 22 graduates, 2022, excuse me. Um, we have two ceremonies. The first one is at 10 a.m. and includes the College of Education, College of Arts and Sciences, and the College of Informatics. And then in the afternoon, we have a 3 p.m. ceremony that celebrates the College of Health and Human Services and the Hale College of Business. Well, Krista, this has been a blast. Thank you so ah. much for coming on the Norsev podcast. It's been, it's, Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so this has been Krista Wiseman-Moore, uh, Director of Special Events here at Northern Kentucky University. And just a quick plug, we will have coverage of commencement on NKU social media pages through our NKU magazine team. Jude and I will be there. We'll be talking to graduates, learning more about them. And so you can find those featurettes on the NKU uh, social media and the NKU 
magazine webpage that is nku.edu. This has been another episode of the North South Podcast. We thank you for listening. Thank you for liking. Thank you for subscribing. Again, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Um, if we're not where you're at, let us know and we'll get on there. Uh, and obviously, be sure to follow us on social media through the NKU Magazine social media, as well as the reminders on the main NKU social media. This has been the Norse Up Podcast. And as always, Norse Up. Norse Up.